Welcome to the Take Uncommon Action Podcast. I am your host, Brady Oakey from Brady Oak Fitness, founder of Tua, a training brand and fitness community focused on standing out from the crowd and taking action in our daily lives. Roll the intro. What is up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the TubaCast. This is the first episode in the new year, 2022. Very excited. If you know me, if you listened to the last episode, I'm a huge New Year's guy. So to everyone out there, I hope your New Year's going going great so far and off to a good start. You know, I think it, it can really be an exciting time, like that first week or two of the New Year's, and then it slowly tends to die off a little bit. So uh, if if you feel like your energy... Your passion for the new year is dying off a little bit. This is just a little reminder to get back to it, get that excitement going again, and and let's have a great year. But yeah, I'm excited for this episode. We have a lot of great things we're going to talk about. One of the requests I had was actually to talk about the books that I read in 2021 and give any recommendations of the ones that I read to you guys for anyone out there looking for new books to read. And then also I do want to talk about a few of the books that I really want to read in 2022. And we're also going to talk about the four best investments that you should make for yourself in 2022. So great episode here. I hope everyone enjoys this one. And also when it does come to books, I'm always down for book recommendations. So please shoot me a text over Instagram, Brady Oak Fitness. Let me know what book you're reading and if you highly recommend it or not. Uh, But we're going to get there in a second. I I did want to give you guys just a quick bodybuilding update as well because, you know, I'm in my off season. It's been about six or seven months and things are going really good, guys. I am the heaviest I've ever been. This morning, I was 213 pounds. I, I cannot believe that I've reached that number. And I'll tell you what, I'm I'm getting pretty exhausted right now. I definitely need a deload. I need to just kind of chill on the diet a little bit. So we're going to see what happens the next month or so. Uh, I, I do have a vacation planned. I, I probably might dip down and wait a little bit, but then we're just going to keep pushing. So things are going good though. I'm currently injury free, knock on wood. I'm currently getting stronger. I think I'm building muscle. <laughs> so Life's good, but uh, that's just a little bit of an update for you guys. I I was actually asked uh, maybe a few days ago, someone on Instagram asked me when I'm going to cut next, and I was straight up like, dude, in like 18 months, (laughs) you know, I got a while, and hopefully in that time, I will get to do a mini cut, but I think it's really important to not do too many mini cuts. That's a mistake I've made in the past, and that's a mistake a lot of people still make to this day. Something that I've officially, after 27 years of living, have decided to stop being an idiot about, and that is yo-yo dieting, dieting too much. Uh, you can't grow if you're always cutting, and you know, you know, bulking for four weeks is not a bulk. Bulking for six, eight, 12 weeks is not a bulk. You need to give yourself plenty of time to actually grow before you start to do any sort of diet phase. So we're just steadily growing right now. We're seeing gains. Yeah, I'm a little fluffier than I wish I was, but you know what? I'll get over it when I'm starting to to win shows in a couple of years. So mark my words, we're going to have a good season in 2023. But yeah, guys, let's get on to the books. We talked about the, the bodybuilding, the gym bro stuff already. Now we're going to talk about the sophisticated side of things, knowledge, learning, wisdom. Uh, so I'm going to go over the books that I read this past year. I do love books, okay? I, I really do love reading. Reading to me is a mixture of just kind of downtime, relaxation time, but also it's a chance for me to feel like 
I'm, I'm still kind of progressing a little bit. For instance, I could relax watching TV. You know, it's, it's just some downtime relaxation time, but TV offers me no value really. And I want to be careful because there's times when TV does offer a little bit of value. Maybe you've had a rough day or you're just exhausted mentally and you just need to zone out, which is great. I, I think a lot of people can maybe overdo watching TV, Netflix, whatever it is. And so reading for me is that time similar to watching TV where I get to just kind of chill out, but I feel like I'm still adding value into my life. I'm learning, like I'm, I'm becoming smarter. And some of these books I'm going to go through, they're not like, you know, they're not textbooks. I'm not always learning something. Sometimes it's purely for entertainment. Sometimes it's just for nostalgia, which will make sense in a second. Um, and sometimes it's, you know, it, it can be a lot of different things. But overall, I do think reading makes me a better person, teaches me a lot about the world. And I do recommend people read. I don't like to set any sort of reading quota. You know, I, I know some people have like these crazy goals where they're going to read one book every single week for the entire year. And at the end of the year, they have a stack of 52 books. I'm not like that. Uh, I just read casually when I want. I read what I want. Uh, I, I do try to keep things mostly um, just so it benefits my life in some sort of way. So anyway, enough talking, we'll get straight down to it. I'm gonna start with one that I read purely for nostalgia. I read this book while I was on prep because if any of you know when you're on prep, it is a very exhausting time. I mean, you're physically, mentally, emotionally just drained. And so I wanted to read something that literally just let my mind relax and that I could enjoy. So book number one, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, uh, aka Harry Potter number three. Yes, I've read this book before. I've read the series um, one and a half times now, I believe. I usually skip the first three because they're childish. And then as you continue on in the Harry Potter series, it gets better and better and better. But uh, I did read Harry Potter three. It's a good book. I really enjoyed it. Um, it is roughly like 400 pages or something like that. And literally, this was a lifesaver during prep for me. This was my chance to, to have an excuse to go lay down in my bed for a few hours with the lights off and my reading light on, candle lit, you know, you know, just purely just having me time, which is super crucial to get through prep. But that was one of the books I read this year. Uh, I do recommend Harry Potter. <laughs> if you haven't read Harry Potter, you need to read Harry Potter. And like I said, the first couple are kind of childish, so, you know, just kind of get through it. But once you get to like six and seven, oh my gosh, so good. You know, Harry Potter's epic uh, for a reason. So another book I read, by the way, these aren't in order. I can't remember which order I read them in, so bear with me. But this book, uh, this was the worst book I read this year. And I could debate one of the worst books I've ever read. I, am, I, I have no patience for this book, to be honest. It is called Relentless by Tim S. Grover. This book is very popular. <laughs> and uh, if you don't know, Tim Grover, he's actually... Um, he's, he's one of the coaches, like more on the psychology side, he's, he's like a sports, uh, coach as well. Um, obviously he's not like a basketball coach, but he does coach Kobe Bryant. He, he, he coached, uh, Michael Jordan. He coached, I think I want to say Dwayne Wade. So he has coached some incredible athletes before mentally, physically, um, awesome guy. You know, he, he clearly knows how to help athletes win and become great. So he wrote a book called Relentless. He also has another really popular book called Winning, which I will probably not read. 
just to not give this book too much attention, it just wasn't that good. I think this guy is just super arrogant and he just wanted to name drop the entire time that he knew Michael Jordan and it just really wasn't worth my time. So anyway, that was Relentless by Tim S. Grover. There's going to be a lot of people that disagree with me on this one. I, I understand. <laughs> um, if you have a really strong opinion about it, message me on Instagram. We'll have a little chat, but yeah. Okay, next book. I'm actually going to do both of these at the same time because it is a series. These are fictional. So this, again, was books that I read during prep purely for entertainment. Um, these are the Jack Carr books. And I read number two and number three in the series that, uh, that he writes called True Believer and then Savage Son. These are actually kind of relevant right now because these are currently in production to be Amazon Prime shows with Chris Pratt, playing the the lead character. I do think the show will be incredible. I mean, this is going to be an action-packed, like epic, epic show that everyone's going to love. So if you want to get on, on the hype before it's an actual show uh, starring Chris Pratt again, then read these books. Yeah, you can just look up Jack Carr and he's the first one's called the terminalist super good books it's essentially about a navy seal and has to do with like government corruption and like money and just all this crazy stuff so if you're looking for a good fictional book there you go that series is awesome so one of the favorite types of books i like to read have to do with just like understanding the world better making myself a more educated person on culture on the world what's going on uh so this book is called the aquariums of pyongyang and it has to do with this guy who was a prisoner in North Korea. Super epic book. You know, there's I could go on forever, but man, it just opened up my mind to like how blessed and lucky I am to be just this guy living in America while there are people literally who are innocent living in concentration camps um, in North Korea. It's literally nuts. Number two, kind of on the same topic, it's called The Great Successor. Uh, so this has to do with the North Korean dictator. You might know him by name, Kim Jong-un crazy guy but this is all about his life and just how crazy north korea is again i like reading this stuff because it just reminds me how truly blessed i am to live in a country that i do um to have the freedoms that i have and i, I really encourage everyone to read books like this not necessarily these books although if i had to recommend one it, it would have been the aquariums of pyongyang um total eye-opener I do recommend people just kind of check it out and, and see how lucky we all are. All right, next up we have a book called Slave Stealers, which is by Timothy Ballard. He is the founder of Operation Underground Railroad, which is a nonprofit organization that helps um, enslaved children in sex trafficking and things like that. This book is so good. Oh my gosh. I, I really actually do recommend this one. Probably the most, I would have to say, out of all these books is Slave Stealers, Tim Ballard. Uh, it kind of goes back and forth between the past and present. He goes back to a slave and her accounts that she wrote down in a journal uh, back during like the transatlantic slave period in America in the 1800s. And then it also talks a lot about Abraham Lincoln. And then it talks about slavery nowadays and how people are literally like kidnapping children and then selling them. And it's just awful. But um, a big eye opener again, and just teaching you what's going on in the world, what we went through as a country in America, how we became a better country from it. You know, Abraham Lincoln, he's a freaking stud. Um, literally awesome stuff. Next up is Bear Grylls. He wrote a book. It's the autobiography of Bear Grylls called Mud, Sweat, and Tears. <laughs> uh, so one thing I do like when it comes to books is I like reading about people who inspire me. And if you don't know who Bear Grylls is, he he had a very popular show called Man vs. Wild on Discovery Channel that lasted like literally a decade. And it's just all about his life, how he was just this random kid growing up in Southern England, and then how he became um, in the in the UK Special Forces, how he 
became super popular, like famous person and just all this crazy stuff. He's a super hard worker. So that really inspired me. And actually the last book I'm going to talk about, the last book I read this year. Well, okay. There's two more actually, but I haven't finished the other one, but we're getting there. This one's called Leadership Strategy and Tactics by Jocko Willink. If you don't know Jocko Willink, he is an incredible leader. He was a SEAL team leader during uh, the wars in the Middle East. And he wrote a book about leadership. Awesome book, seriously. Um, it is something that you will only want to read if you're in a leadership position or you want to become a better leader. It's not that entertaining. It might bore you, but it is very good. I'll just leave it at that. And uh, the last book that I'm reading, haven't quite finished it yet, but it's called Sapiens. And this one is another really good one. I'm about halfway through with it right now. Um, Sapiens literally is, it's called like a history of mankind. It is quite opinionated, so I think the, the the author, I think he can get some hate on this book because it is so opinionated, but it also is very factual, and it just goes through the last two million years that humans have been on this earth and how we've developed. And honestly, like it, it makes you really think because humans are just notoriously very bad, <laughs> unfortunately. And I believe that humans have a lot of good, but um, historically, humans are very intolerant kind of bad to be honest but it, it's very eye-opening again like i'm just trying to become a better human here so trying to learn as, as much as i can about the world i'm um, trying to develop my own you know philosophies with what i learn and, and pick up as much information along the way as i can so those were my reads this past year uh, there's a few books i'm going to just go over real quick that i plan on reading this year i don't really plan too much ahead but these are books that when i feel the time is right i'm gonna i'm gonna read them Two of them are actually very similar to each other. So the first is called, How Do You Kill 11 Million People? And the second one is called Ordinary Men. Both of these books dive into the psychology in Germany during like World War II, basically talking about like how the heck did this civilized society literally murder like 8 million Jews, 11 million people total. How uh, the Ordinary Men, for instance, is about the cops in Germany at the time, how these, these cops basically from conformity and fear ended up doing just terrible things, collecting all the Jews together to send them to concentration camps is something very interesting to me, just like how that happens. And I think these are really important books to read because as a society, I mean, literally like there's nothing stopping society just from taking this evil turn. We've seen it before. We would be stupid to think that it can't happen again. It probably won't happen again. Like that would be such a stupid thing to think because for the past two million years, that's what humans have been doing to each other. So um, it's important to read these books. Another one I want to read is 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. Uh, if you know Jordan Peterson, enough said. He's he's a brilliant man. Maybe he has conflicting opinions to you. That's I think that's fine. A lot of these books have conflicting opinions to me <laughs> and that's why I read them because yeah, just trying to be smarter. And then I also want to read Uncle Tom's Cabin which Abraham Lincoln claims is the book that started the Civil War. So yeah, I definitely want to read that. It's about slavery. And then lastly, Unbroken, which is actually a movie, but it obviously started as a book. And that is the story of, gosh dang it, can't remember his name, but essentially he was a prisoner of war in Japan. And it's just a crazy story of his journey. So those are the books I plan on reading this year. Again, please message me on Instagram if you have any other recommendations that you think I should read, I should get to big book guy, let me know. Uh, I, I tried to not read just a bunch of like boring self-help books, but as you can see, I do like reading books about successful people, about people who have done incredible things, uh, reading books about the world, things that will make me better. So there we go. But now moving on, okay. What we're gonna talk about right now is investing in yourself. 
Hey guys, I quickly wanted to remind you about our premium online coaching service available on our website at takeuncommonaction.com. Stand out from the crowd and achieve your fitness goals by joining the team. Now back to the podcast. And, uh, you know, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha is known for a few things. You know, we have the College World Series. We have Omaha Steaks, best steaks in the country. But we also have Warren Buffett. And Warren Buffett is a guy who who has grown up in Omaha. He's like, I don't know where he's at right now. Probably third richest man in, in America right now. Um, I think his Jeff Bezos jumped up. He might be fourth because of... of a, Tony Stark, aka Elon Musk. I'd have to double check that one. But anyway, Warren Buffett, super rich guy. And Warren Buffett says, invest in yourself. The best investment you can make is one in yourself. So we're going to talk about investing in ourselves. These are my top four investments that you should make for yourself this year. Now, number one, money. You should invest in things that make you money. And, uh, you know, I think money has a bad reputation because obviously money can turn people into greedy people who they can turn people into just like, you know, corrupt, greedy individuals. At the same time, money can really like cure a lot of unhappiness. And I think there's so much in life that we stress so much when it comes to finances that we're unable to be happy because we're so stressed out about paying our bills. So if there's any way that you can help out your situation by making more money, I'm not talking about going and buying a Lamborghini. I mean, that's maybe cool someday, but like, I'm just talking about living a more secure financial life where you're less stressed. And um, things that you can do this year, and this might sound crazy, but you actually could start a business. You're talking to a guy that started a business five years ago, and (laughs) uh, I I put a lot of time into it. I mean, I'm talking a lot of time. I was a full-time student. I think the, the time that I made probably the most progression in my business during my college years was the semester I was already taking 17 and a half credits. I had a very packed schedule. I was coaching some guys in person. I was coaching guys online. I was in an internship. I was working um, at the wellness center of, at my school as, a, as the lead trainer over an organization of 400 clients. Like I had a lot going on, okay? So I don't want to hear it that you're busy because yeah, you probably are, but you, you could, you could find the time and starting a business doesn't have to be this crazy thing. You don't have to invest $50,000 into whatever you can start just by honestly, like monetizing a service, something, a, a skill that you have. Maybe you're like super good at landscaping. Maybe you could pick up some clients in your neighborhood for landscaping on Saturdays. You could go make an extra few hundred bucks. It, it could go anywhere. Maybe you're actually pretty good with social media management and Hey, maybe you should go reach out to some of your friends who are trying to grow their accounts and help them grow their accounts and, and have them pay you. It could start anywhere. One thing to, that you can invest in right now is starting a business and you don't know where that could take you. Other things I'm personally trying to get more into. I'm far from an expert, but real estate, you know, stocks, stuff like that. I definitely, I think this year I want to get more into real estate. I wanted to last year, but a few reasons I just wasn't able to, but whatever. But uh, real estate is really great because not only like, can you, you know, purchase a house, maybe hopefully rent it out. You're getting your mortgage paid for whatnot, but you're also making some extra cash on the side, some residual income. Um, And then eventually, especially for someone like me, where I don't have a retirement fund, you know, I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur, real estate can end up kind of helping in the future be my retirement fund. So that's number one, making more money. Number two investment that you should make in yourself in 2022 is knowledge, your knowledge. Read a dang book. Um, (laughs) Reading books for me, you know, I've already gone off this, but it makes me a better communicator. It literally makes me smarter. I learn more about society 
I learned words <laughs> that I had never heard before. You know, I'm constantly Googling, like, what does this mean? It just makes you better and it makes you an asset to society. Um, so read a book. Number two, one, under knowledge, take a course. I, I think that people don't fully understand how much information is on the internet. You can learn anything on the internet. There are There's a course for that. If you want to learn how to, you know, I don't know, about nutrition or whatever, you can take a course. You can watch YouTube videos. If you want to learn about photography, there's photography courses. You don't have to go to a four-year degree for that. You can find a really good course, 500 bucks, $1,000, whatever. You can learn how to become a freaking pro photographer, and then you can go make money. You can get a certification to add to your credentials. Either way, high school or college was not the end of your learning period. At least it shouldn't be. If you're done with high school, college, whatever it is, keep learning. Keep trying to be better. I am a part of two online courses right now. Um, one of them is fitness-related. Honestly, I don't care. I'll be honest. It has to do with uh, PEDs <laughs> because I have athletes who want to get into PEDs and they need a coach that can help them with PEDs. So it's my responsibility to become better with that. Um, I'm also part of a Mandarin speaking course. I've been part of it for probably like a year now. But like, yeah, I've, I've put in literally almost 100 hours of studying Mandarin in that course because I just want to become a smarter person. All right, moving on. Number three investment that you should make for yourself in 2022. Ooh, this one's a big one, guys your fitness, and your health. Get a coach. If you don't have a coach in fitness, get a coach. This isn't a scam. This isn't a gimmick, although maybe some are. Get yourself a good coach. And hey, I'll be the first to say, come join our team, Team Tua. I will be your coach. I'll help you get on the right path. Uh, but having a coach literally takes all the stress away. Suddenly, you know what you're doing is working. I think that's one of the biggest things I hear from people is like, okay, but you know, I, I love fitness, love working out, but it just like kind of sucks wondering if my program's actually working. Imagine if all of that stress just disappeared and all of a sudden you knew that what you were doing was going to get you the results that you wanted. All you had to do was just follow this, this perfect little plan. That's what a coach can do for you. All you got to do is show up and the coach does the rest. It's awesome. Get a good gym. Go to different classes. Do something that interests you within fitness and health. Become healthier. Like your health is everything. So definitely invest in that this year. And some of you might already be going to the gym, be super passionate about all these things. And to those people, I would say do something that challenges you more. The big thing is bodybuilding. Obviously, you know, I, I, I'm a bodybuilder. I love when people get into bodybuilding because suddenly like you go from being just a, a gym bro or going to the gym to suddenly you have this insane tangible goal. You're going to step on a stage in five months or whatever. And suddenly you're just your whole thought process when it comes to the gym is different. It's not something you do casually anymore. It's something that you take extremely seriously. I could go on forever. It will make you happier. It will give you fulfillment. It'll make you a better person. So invest in your health and your fitness. If you're, you know, if you're a beginner, it might be just finding something within fitness that interests you. Maybe it's a yoga class. Maybe it's a, a kickboxing class. Maybe it's, you know, a 30 minute hit class. Maybe it is going to the gym for two hours and, and lifting and being a total gym bro or powerlifting, bodybuilding, uh, running a marathon, whatever. There's so much out there. Find what interests you and go all in on it. And number four, the last thing that you should uh, do for yourself in 2022. The last investment you should make is in your happiness. And I'm not talking about joy here. I'm talking about happiness. So I think real quickly to make a distinction between joy and happiness, joy is like having a bowl of ice cream. In that moment, it's pretty good. But then five minutes after you're done, it's gone. Happiness lasts longer than joy. And I think a lot of times we make the mistake of investing too much in joy and not investing enough into happiness. So buying stupid crap 
is the definition of something that brings you joy. <laughs> kind of going back to finances here, people are bad with their finances. I'm not claiming to be a financial guru, but people are really bad when it comes to spending their money, saving their money, not knowing what to do with their money. If you spend too much money on stupid crap, you're not making yourself happier. You're not making yourself better. You're, you're chasing this moment, this five minutes of joy that is fleeting. It's gonna disappear, it's gone, and so is your money now. Instead, invest in things that make you happy. I would say traveling, especially traveling with loved ones, your friends, I would say that makes you happy. I think that that is true happiness right there because traveling comes experiences, comes memories, things that can you can look back on for years. I was literally just talking to Maddie today. I was listening to this song um, that reminds me of this time when, um, so obviously I, I lived in England and Wales for a couple of years, but then uh, a few years after I moved back to the US, I actually went back and visited. And there's this this moment I was driving in Wales and there's this castle, it's, it's, it's called Conway Castle. It's beautiful, go look up pictures of it. It's literally stunning. It's on the seaside, it's just like literally amazing. And I was listening to this specific song while I was driving past this castle. And so now whenever I listen to this song, I remember that moment. And that was a big investment to go to England uh, and, and actually went to like France and Germany too. And uh, I was, it was during college. <laughs> so I literally skipped a week of school. I remember this moment I was like chilling in France, taking a picture on this bridge. And I was like, I should be in my humanities class right now. Uh, but I don't regret that at all because traveling, creating these experiences, like, man, that still makes me happy to this day. I can look back at these memories from five years ago and just be filled with so much joy. Oh, I shouldn't say the J word. That's joy. So much happiness. <laughs> but yeah, traveling, stuff like that. Spending time for your loved ones. You know, making sure that you're visiting your family often, that you're seeing your siblings, your parents, whatever it may be. Stuff like that really does create happiness that's so much more powerful than just this temporary joy. So really, you know, this year, think about it. Am, am I putting my time and efforts money, whatever it is, into joy or happiness? What type of things make you happy? What types of things just give you temporary joy? And maybe definitely like start to realize that you should prioritize happiness over joy. Not saying joy is bad, joy is fine. But if you are always, you know, buying stupid crap, doing whatever to feel temporary joy, you'll find that you are quite empty and you don't have a lot of like true, true happiness. So let's fix that in this new year. Guys, those are the four investments that you should be making for yourself in the new year. Um, those are my books that I read last year and the books that I want to read in this new year. Hopefully this podcast gets you fired up. Uh, if it's anything, I just want you to remember that you have greatness inside of you. And it's all about just finding that greatness and unleashing it, becoming a better person, whether it's in fitness, whether it's your you know education or knowledge, um, whether it's your financial situation, we can always become better I absolutely believe that we have the superpower to change our current situation. If you were in a situation this past year that you think could be better, then let's make it better in 2022. Maybe your last year sucked. I wanna promise you that you can change that this year. Maybe last year was awesome. I wanna promise you that you can make it even better this year. Take a step back, reflect on your priorities here, chase happiness, chase your fitness and health goals, become smarter, better, um, you know, spend your money more wisely and make more money while you're at it. Read some books, 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, definitely, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tua Cast. Make sure to message me on Instagram, um, those book recommendations. I'm serious. But you should also be following not only me at Brady Oak Fitness, you should be following the Tua page at Take Uncommon Action on Instagram. Join the team. Guys, we've got some exciting stuff coming up. Um, getting pretty close to being able to announce the full roster of who's going to be competing with Team Tua at the Summer Shredding Classic in June. I've gotten some uh, some really epic guys signed up in the last few weeks alone, so the team is growing. We already have guys for the October team. It's pretty crazy, but it's going to be an awesome lineup. Uh, I just cannot wait for everything to come. Everything, you know, the, the the new clothes that we're producing right now in the works, the merch, the you know, the the hats, everything that we're putting in right now is just for this culture that we're building, this uncommon culture to just grow and spread like wildfire. Once again, thanks so much, guys. Make sure to share this podcast with your friends. Give it a five-star review, and we will see you in the next episode. Peace out.